hello. Welcome to First Person, a podcast brought to you by Coleman FBC. I'm Chuck, and during the next few minutes, I'll join you, the listener, as we meet and get to know others in the First Baptist family. Together, we'll learn about them, their families, and what brought them to Coleman. First, I want to thank the production team of Karen Harmon and Vance Donahue for their help in making this podcast available. Welcome today to the First Person Podcast. I'm excited today. Our guest is Lisa Franklin, and I'm excited to get to know her, even though uh, I've been at First Baptist for a good while now, and our paths cross, I haven't had an opportunity to get to know her. And I want all of you to get to know her just like I get to know her. So I've asked her to come in and be a part of our first person broadcast, podcast, I guess you would say. So Lisa, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, I'm just excited that you're here. So tell us some about Lisa. I know a lot of folks already know you, but we'd like to get some background from you. So so Lisa, tell us all about you, where you're from, and we'll just go back to the beginning kind of. So tell us where you're from, where, where, how you came to Coleman, all that kind of stuff. Okay. I grew up in Alexandria, Alabama. That's near Anniston, Gadsden area. And I lived there until I moved off to Mobile to go to medical school. And while I was in Mobile, I met my husband, Robert, and then we made it to Atlanta, Georgia to um, do my residency, and he taught while we were there. And we ended up in Coleman in 1996 when we came here to pursue jobs. Okay, so I didn't really know. Is Robert from this area, Robert Franklin, your husband? He, Robert Franklin is actually from Mobile. Okay. Yes. So that's where you guys met That's one where another. we met in Sunday school. Yeah, and I know that now Robert, well, you can tell me about him. Tell us about Robert, too. I know he's a pretty important part of uh, he's your a, family. Yeah, well, quite so. He's yeah. the best guy out there. Best one. Um, he is. He um, is a teacher, and he coached baseball for a long time, and he also um, teaches certain classes here at church, some Bible studies and things like that. Yeah, I know that he's he's very involved in, and in fact, I know that y'all been involved in First Baptist for for several several years. So, what year did you come to First Baptist? Right when you moved here, or did you go some other places, or we visited um, several churches, but we just felt like this was the place to be, and we made some friends and joined a Sunday school class, and and have been here since 1996. That's great. Well, tell us about your family. Tell us about, well, first tell us about your mom and dad and, and that kind of stuff and get me up to that speed on that. And then we'll tell us about your immediate family. Okay. My my dad is a mechanic by trade, but one of those jack of all trades. And my mom um, was a stay-at-home mom, but she did some substitute teaching. They... Um, really in, inspired in all three of us the need of, of education. And I guess all my life I heard, um, you'll go to college, you'll go to college. And so um, all three of us, my brother, sister, and I, we all ended up getting that extra education. And um, that, that's something that was real important to them. So you said brother, sister, and I. How does how does that shape up? Older, younger, middle? I'm the baby. You're the baby? I'm the baby, oh. yes, I am. Yeah. So, and what do they do? Do they, did they pursue anything like you did or just? No, we all took our different paths. My sister went into computer programming and she's retired now. And my brother, he's in business. Yeah. Well, that's great. And so you made your way to Coleman finally in 1996, yes. you and 
you and Robert. So tell us about your children. Tell us how that, what what age they are, how that came up. Well, I know how that came about, but you know, tell us how all about them. Okay, so we have two daughters. Um, Marissa is twenty four. Anna's twenty one. And Marissa's a graduate from Samford. She'll be getting married later this year. And Anna is a nursing student at Samford. She should graduate in December. Yeah. And, of course, we see, I've seen, I've seen them. Uh, they've been grown, really, in a way, since I've been here. But we do. One of your daughters has been involved in missions, correct? Yes. Tell, tell us about that, how that came about. Well, Marissa, when she was getting ready to graduate from high school, she... And I were talking about senior trips, you know, and I was coming up with some really cool things about things we could do as a family. Never got much of a response. And then finally, little sister tells mom she wants to go to Africa on a mission trip. Well, how do you make that happen? But God opened some crazy, funny doors. Just I mentioned it haphazardly to a co-worker who said, oh, this is a trip you should check into. And Three months later, we're in Africa for her senior trip. So she's always had a heart for sharing. She's always had a heart for other people. And when she got ready to graduate from college, she looked into the Journeyman program, which is a two-year commitment through the Southern Baptist Church. And she was assigned overseas and um, recently finished up that commitment. Well, that's great. Yeah, as I recall, you guys... Went over to, was it Turkey that yes. you went to? Was yes. it last year? Yes. I'm thinking, yeah, I remember Scott, uh, our education pastor, our education minister, talking about doing that. And he mm-hmm. had served there as well. Yes. And so I think that was a, probably a great trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she did that, the journey. That's, that, that's neat. I know mm-hmm. you're, I know you're proud of her. Of course, you're always proud of your, your kids. And you said that she's fixing to get married? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Is she now? You're okay with the groom and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Just kidding. They've chosen well. They've, yeah. they've chosen well. Will, yes. will they get married here at First Baptist? Or? Yes, they will. Okay, well, that, that's neat. Okay, so tell us about now what you do work-wise. I know mm-hmm. that you mentioned that you went to medical school and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So tell us what you do. I'm an obstetrician gynecologist, and I've been doing that for many decades now. So I work here in Coleman and... I deliver babies at St. Vincent's in Birmingham. Okay, where babies come from. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's neat. So I knew that I, I've I've had several folks that uh, that know you and and have said that that's what you do, and I think that's neat. And I know um, that's probably a great opportunity for ministry, just like any of our vocations are. People tend to, you know, they equate if you're a pastor or a, a staff person or whatever that you're the ones that do ministry, but boy, like, you know, physicians or teachers and the opportunities that you have and the opportunity to get to minister to people and families in that setting. So I think I think that's great. So you said Robert was in education, right? Yes. He is. is he retired from that or I can't remember? No, he's still teaching at Holly Pond. Oh, so he still teaches. Okay. I couldn't remember. I was thinking that at some time I, we were during fellowship supper we were meeting to get we were sitting at the same table and I think he was telling me that he was he taught but he didn't teach as much as he used to teach correct, or correct. something like that but he said he, did, he still had you working <laughs> said, well, that's there's good a, there's a plan yeah, I tell yeah. you, he said he said you know how I mean if you if you don't know Robert Robert and I hope you get to he he has a great little 
mm-hmm. sense of humor like that. So, so you said that you visited other churches, but something just drew you to First Baptist Church. So tell us about kind of about your history with First Baptist Church and the things that you've done. Well, we we connected with some friends of ours, Mike and Christy Jackson, and they were our Sunday school teachers at that time. And as you meet people your own age when you come in, those tend to be the people that you raise your kids with, you you have fun with, and um, that's the basis of some of my children's friends, too, are the friendships that come through meeting people in church. Um, since we've arrived, um, Robert and I have been in the choir for a while, and then when my children got to be school age, that got to be a little much. So um, I stopped choir at that time, but we did choir for several years. Um, I've taught GAs in different spots. I've taught a few years. Actually, I taught my girls when they were younger and then got busy with work and had to do some other things. But I'm back now teaching the fifth and sixth grade girls, a group I really like. Yeah, good and, group of kids. And I see you come through here on Monday. Mm-hmm. And so, tell me what you do on Monday. Monday, I'm um, part of the prayer ministry here. Um, we have folks that are committed to coming in and praying for an hour. And so that's what I do here on Mondays yeah. when I'm bustling around here. Well, I see you bustle in and out <laughs> usually on Monday, and I thought, well, and I and I thought that's what you did. But I think that's a that's a great. Obviously, an incredible thing, and we believe in the the power of prayer and what yes. God does. And so, I'm just thankful that you're part of that. And I, I, you know, you guys have been such an integral part of so many people's lives here, and over the years. And um, like you said, you know, you have these these times of, or your families kind of grew up together. And and you know, I think if you're if you if you were talking with a, a new person, that like in our community, we we have the wonderful, you know, we're in a situation now where people are constantly moving in, and you know, I guess what would you, how would you explain to them and tell them if if, if here's why you need to be part of this? Of course, there's the walk with Christ, but if you're just, oftentimes people don't have that exact walk like that. So how would you just tell them? So look, First Baptist Church and mainly not just First Baptist, but being part of a church and serving in that church. Why is, why would that be important? Well, I know one of the things that's important, was important for us when we moved here, this was our family. We, we didn't have any biological family. Robert's parents moved up after we had been here for several years. But, you know, we're, we're here. We have a young marriage. We're having children. Um, you need people. You need right. people in your life, and you need good people to direct you. You need good people to let you lean on them. You need to be there to lean some other folks up at times because you need both of those elements in your life. You need to be a giver and a receiver. And when you have a Sunday school group, a smaller group, I think that's integral as well. It just coming to a large service is great, but you've got to have a group of people that will grow with you, that will love you, that will cry with you, that will hold you accountable. That is something that you need. Yeah. You just need someone to walk. You, you literally need someone. You need people to mm-hmm. walk through life with you. You do. And uh, that's what uh, Susan and I talk about. We enjoy 
it's always a thrill, and I, you, I know you experienced this, but you see people out in the community whose children kind of grew mm-hmm. up with your children. Yes. Uh, you endured endless hours at the ball field or wherever, you know, and so you have a closeness with them. But then when they when they become part of your church family, um, it takes it, I guess you would say it takes it to a different level. And so I, I think that's exciting, and I know one of the reasons that we do this is we want to encourage people to be part. Um, Sunday school can be a challenge for folks in a way. Uh, you and I sitting here, we know how incredible it is looking at it back. But if I'm a new person coming in and, and trying to you know, find those friendships and be part of um, a Sunday school program, it's difficult. And so, um, but if you can make it you know, over the hump, Tom says whenever whenever he talks with folks, he says that, you know, he said, you may have to try two or three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when you, when you do, you'll find one that you think, and then you've got to put forth the effort. We have to put forth the effort to make, be welcoming. Correct. But, but it takes, you know, both of us to make, to make that happen. So, and it's, it, it, it is important for that. And then um, to find something to do. You know, like you mentioned, the, the different things, the different ministries that you've been involved in over the years. And so I, I just think that if people serve together, like they live their lives together, they have those shared experiences of service, then, boy, that just draws you closer to it. And I know you guys have done, y'all have done mission trips over the years and things with all kinds of folks here, I'm guessing. We we have. We've um um, many years ago, Robert was really active with the youth, and so mm-hmm. he's done several um, trips with them. And then we've gone on some mission trips with some people from our church, so yeah. that's been very special. So you find yourself at this station in life where your mm-hmm. your kids are you're empty nesters, I guess, kind of kind of like yes. we are. And so, so from here, what's your? I mean, you you say, well, what what do I do now? So uh, for Lisa, do you have a vision for what you want to do ministry wise and how you want to proceed from here and and there will be a time and maybe in the not too well then maybe the distant future when you you become a grandmother and that just that changes the whole world turns the whole world upside down so those kind of things but what do you what would you like to do now i like where i'm at right now i have um some great kids i work with on wednesday night um some great folks that i'm in sunday school with right now so right now i'm um, everything's a okay. Everything's good. Everything's good. Yes. It is good, and it and it's 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 exciting to see your kids grow up and take on responsibilities and move out into the world and that kind of stuff. It's it's scary in a way, uh, but they still need you, I'm sure, and obviously you need them. So, tell me about your uh, experience as a Christian, about how you came to know Christ and. Uh, your te- your it would be your testimony technically, but I just like to I always ask folks that, and I'd like to know how that came about. Right. Well, um, back in talking with my talking about my parents, my um, mom was one of those folks that um, if it was Sunday we were in church, and um, so if we were on vacation we found a church. Um, didn't matter. We were we were always there every Sunday. And so I grew up hearing about Jesus and learning about Jesus. But when I was nine, I came to the realization that the sermons 
the songs, um, the hearing about a sinner, that was me. Um, you know, I, I hadn't done anything quite dreadful um, at that time of my life. I, I was nine, but I, I realized the things I had done that were not pleasing to God, that were things I'd done that were not pleasing to my parents, things that were wrong. And so after holding on to the church pew for about two weeks during the invitation, I finally walked forward and, and made a profession that Jesus was my, my Savior and that I was a sinner and was baptized. And then the, you know, the next part of my life is, it's been a episode of growing, um, through things, um, wonderful teachers, wonderful leaders, people that taught you how to get back up when you messed up, people that encouraged you, people that helped you grow. And that, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm still in that cycle of growing. I'm still in that cycle of learning. I'm still in that cycle of getting more glimpses of, of Jesus and, and understanding more. I'm, I'm reading the Bible through again this year and I've done that several times, but I'll read things. I'm like, whoa, how did, how did I miss that before? And so there's always something to learn. There's always something to find. And um, God is so faithful to whisper and give you winks of this is, I'm here. And um, following me was the best thing you've ever done. Well, I thank you for setting aside some time just to come in and just share your heart with us a little bit and tell us about you and your family. It is a, it's an exciting thing to have new people coming into our church. I think that's a, you know, and I'm sure you agree. It's just, it's a wonderful thing to see all these new faces. It is. And to have the opportunity to, to minister to them. And so, but it's also good to have folks that have been here that have served and God has worked in their life. So thank you. I appreciate all you've already done, and I'm I'm excited about what God's going to do with us. I'm I'm there too. I'm at that station where it's good, but you know I can I can do things now that I couldn't do when I ever when I was younger. So it's exciting. So Lisa, thank you so much for stopping by and for setting aside some time, and it's great to have you. Well, you you're welcome. Care. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to First Person. I want to encourage you to share this podcast with friends and family.